Hello and welcome back to From the Panther Bit. I'm Riley Stapleton here with Ty Odom. And we are winding down first semester. I believe we have the last Panther Pit of this semester. Yes, right sir. before exam week. You ready for the break? I am so ready, my dude. <laughs> it's time to go. But um, before we go, we got to give one last update on our winter sports going on. Um, the first one being swimming. Um, we have some of our state qualifiers um, for the meet. Um, later on, they include the Prowlers' very own Allison Finney, um, Avery McFadden, Lauren Presley, some of the guys, Ben Pfeiffer, Michael Tucker, um, Philip Orgeson, are some of the names. Um, so, yeah, they swim. They have a meet at LaGrange this weekend, um, and then state will be later, but those are just some of the qualifiers. Um, so, yeah, be on the lookout for them. We always know our swim team is going to be good. Yes. Um, but, yeah, those are some of the names to, to listen for at state. Um, and then mm-hmm. I guess we can just move into basketball. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. trending mm-hmm. upwards compared to kind of where the season started. We can kind of start with girls because they've been um, they've been pretty hot. They've been killing it recently. Yeah, um, I think they've won three of their last four. Max preps says the record is six and five, but there's like repeated games. I think their mm-hmm. actual record is four and five. Yeah. Um, but yeah, started one and four. Now they're four and five. Uh, they've won their first three region games. They're tied for first with Griffin in the region. And uh, the most recent game was uh, Jonesboro. And um, I should have stories for the boys and girls mm-hmm. um, out very, very soon. And as far as the girls go, um, Allison Hudson's really good at basketball. Yes, <laughs> she's good at basketball. Um, of our 54 points against Jonesboro, she had 29. And um, I she's, mean, she's, she's good. She, yeah, she's just kind of good mm-hmm. at the sport. Just <laughs> to say, I mean, anything you need done on the court, she can do it. And um, following the Jonesboro game, I talked to Coach Sweeney, and um, I'm gonna let you guys listen to what what she had to say. Really close game, so missed free throws made it a little closer than it needed to be. Can you just talk to me about the team's performance? Um, I'm really proud of them. They, they, they stuck it in there, um, you know, when they easily could have let the game get away from them, they didn't. Um, so, you know, I would love it if they'd make more free throws and seal the deal. But, you know, they ended up pulling out of the end, so. We had like 56 points, whatever it was. 29 of those came from Allison. Can you talk to me about her game? I love Allison. <laughs> um, Allison played really well. Um, she always does. She steps up. She does exactly what we need her to do, um, even when she's getting banged up and she's tired. Um, so, you know, it's nice to have her as a leader on the floor and, you know, that other sport too. So, on that final play in regulation, when Jacqueline makes the jump shot to send it to overtime, was that how it was drawn up, or was that kind of just? Well, you know, you always you always try and set them up to do exactly, you know, put, put the ball where it needs to go. Um, that you know, Allison was supposed to take it. She saw the look, and so she dished it to Jacqueline, and she had faith in her. And so, in the end, it was exactly what I drew up. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> I we shot around like two of seventeen or something from three. So I, do you just look at this as a bad game and you tell them keep shooting or? Yeah, um, I didn't go to practice yesterday, so um, that was probably part of it. I didn't go to school today, um, so, six, so um, me not being in my A game and pushing on the day before a game, I'm sort of screwed up. So mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna take that one. And, uh, After, after what what after what wasn't the best of starts, you guys come out and had some pretty good games early on in the region. Can you talk to me about you know going forward into the region schedule? Uh, we come back from a, a winter break and it's uh, it's uh, gonna be the toughest one. Uh, it's bad. Uh, 
So, yeah, as Coach Winnie was talking about, she clearly loves Allison when you have a player mm-hmm. like that. You know, not much to complain <clears throat> about. And um, against Jonesboro, our defense is really, really good as far as yeah. the girls go. I mean, especially Allison and girls like Alyssa Angelo. Our perimeter defense has always been a strong suit on the, we, lady, on yeah. the lady Panthers. Yeah, we live in the passing lanes. Mm-hmm. It's um, just we disrupt teams. They always feel uncomfortable just making simple passes out from one wing to the other and up, up at the top because well, we always have Ashton, Alyssa, and Allison up there ready to just grab a steal and take it down the court for an easy layup. Mm-hmm. So with that in the back of their minds, that just like affects their entire – that affects the opponent's entire offense. And that's always been something that we've been able to use to our advantage ever since mm-hmm. – um, pretty much since that trio sort of became – the main trio. Yeah. And it's kind of just when you like live in the passing lanes like that, you know, you mm-hmm. pick off a couple passes. Now when they're running their offense, you know, the other team, they're going to be hesitant to make certain passes and then maybe they don't run their offense as well as they normally do. Mm-hmm. And it's just that when you kind of get that mental edge, then um, that can be crucial. But I think the biggest difference I noticed was in the game against Sandy Creek, we were scared to go inside. I mean, they were a bigger team. We were just launching jump mm-hmm. shots. We didn't want to really penetrate and go into the paint. And then against Jonesboro, we were running all this off-ball action for Alyssa and Allison and Ashton, and everyone was getting easy layups right at the basket. I mean, we would have ones where Allison would bring the ball up and then kick it to Alyssa and then drive straight in, you know, get a screen from Ryan King and then just catch it and lay it in. I mean, we did that multiple times. A lot of easy baskets um, right at the rim from, you know, Alyssa, Allison, Jacqueline, a lot of girls. And I just think um, the offense kind of seemed more – fluid against Jonesboro. Most definitely. And then, yeah, you know, like you mentioned, Allison, she scores mm-hmm. 29 points. But um, one of the interesting things to me in that game was kind of how the game ended. Um, not ended, but going into overtime. And um, mm-hmm. I talked about it to Allison in her interview, and so I'm going to play that for you guys real quick. So, yeah, 29. Yeah. Just talk to me about your game. Um, well, the first half, I was pretty, like, confident with myself and I just kept driving to the basket and they were overplaying me so I just kept doing backboard cuts and my teammates kept hitting me with the passes. So at the end of the first quarter you're going into the huddle to talk about what you're doing. You had all nine points. What are you telling your teammates? Um, I'm just telling them to keep their head up. Like we we know that we are a team like team group. If that makes sense, but like we all work together, so me being open is from them. It's not just me, it's them giving me passes and stuff and them getting comfortable. So, the end of the fourth quarter, you're sitting around, you know, 22 to 24 points, wherever, and Jacqueline hasn't done the best shooting night, throwing up a couple air balls, she's struggling. You drive in, you see Jacqueline open, and you kick it to her. Was there any hesitation, or did you just have that trust in her? No, I just have that trust in her. I know she can shoot, so I just gave it to her. She knocked it down? Yeah. And so, going into the huddle before overtime, what are you telling your teammates to pull out the win? Um, I just told them to, well, our defense was key, and so I just told them to keep playing hard on defense. And so you guys had um, a decent-sized lead. You guys had a decent-sized lead, and the jump bro starts coming back. What do you do to make sure you know you keep your composure and hang on the way? Well, sometimes we like we huddle up and we just tell each other what we're doing wrong and what like what position to get in. So we just help each other out. And so yeah, I'll say it. I I had to ask her after the game because you know like the scenario was we were down 46, 44, couple seconds left. We get her the ball. She drives in. And, I mean, whenever you're as hot as she is, she was sitting around 20 points at the time. You know, most players are going to take that shot, and she sees Jacqueline, who um, she had a great rebound. I think she had 10 rebounds. Um, 
It's just her shot wasn't as – I mean, normally she can knock down a lot of jump shots. She wasn't really hitting. And Alisane sees her open and no hesitation, dishes it off. And like Alisane said, she trusted her, and she knocked down the shots, sent it to overtime. And um, thankfully we outscored them, I think, 8-5 yes. to five in overtime and got the three-point win. Having that element of trust always helps. And that's mm-hmm. something that we see on both sides, on both teams, because everybody trusts each other. They're not afraid to make a pass to a teammate who may have been cold that night because – as long as as long as they can trust them to make the shot, they'll pass. They'll give them the ball. It's mm-hmm. just it's always nice to see that it's like because a lot of teams will think like, oh, this kid had missed like three shots in a row. He's not gonna make this, so mm-hmm. I'm not gonna pass it to him. Not that doesn't happen as much here. Mm-hmm. So seeing these people, um, seeing how selfless our team is, is like. It's always just a yeah, great thing to see. Was, with Alison in the interview, um, when she was talking, I mean, we had 54 points. There's, there's nine players listed on the roster. Mm-hmm. The other eight outside of Alison combined for, I'm trying to do math, less like 25, half. I think. Yeah, less than half. And then Alison scores 29 by herself, and then after the game she gives all the credit to her teammates. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is no sense of, like, you know, Alison thinking that she has to put the team on her back, she should do this. I mean – in everyone's mind, it's a team effort every night. And, I mean, sometimes Alisane scores, you know, 10 or 12, and Ashton Lally is hot, and she drops, you know, 25. Mm-hmm. Um, I know she started the season really hot. Um, she was carrying the offensive load before, while Alisane was injured, and now Alisane has been scoring a lot of points, and I think once Ashton gets going again, that's a scary duo. Especially Alyssa uh-huh. played really well last night, and just the that one-two-three punch. It's, you know, it's, it's they a all, scary thing. They start – playing well and all it, three of them and it's so fun to watch because yeah. some of the shots that they throw up mm-hmm. seem like it's impossible mm-hmm. and that happened a lot last year especially with ashton who seems like she's too small to even be out there but mm-hmm. the shots that she keeps knocking down it just shows it's like wow like how is she doing this is like a video game almost yeah and like like we were talking about with the trust in your teammates mm-hmm. I mean, there was Ashton even early on in the game wasn't really hitting her shots, and then she hit a big three late in the game. Mm-hmm. And it's just the encouragement of, like, you know, keep going, keep shooting. So we weren't scared to take those shots at the end of the game, and really that's what kept us in it. But just Jonesboro, they were a very um, well-coached team. Their players were very skilled. The problem, once again, was our defense. I mean, they made, I'm assuming, a very, very, very high percentage of their shots. I mean, they it was incredible. They had a very, very good offense. But we were just in the passing lanes and forced so many turnovers. And like you said, you know, we disrupt teams' offenses. And when we got mm-hmm. them out of their flow and started, you know, running the fast break, that's when we got our points and stayed in the game. And that's ultimately what helped us win. Mm-hmm. But I think what's interesting is you got Fayette County in this region. Their girls' team is always good. And then Griffin, they're off to a 3-0 and start. Um, McIntosh is – I mean, they, they started hot. I think they've cooled off a little bit. but um, They're still – they're always there. Yeah, you know, you can't. That's not a team that you can just sleep on. Jonesboro is very good. Um, yeah, I think I mentioned is, Griffin. Just the region yeah, is very strong. Yeah, on the girls very side. strong region for the girls. Um, a lot of talented teams. Uh, Whitewater, we only beat them by four. Yeah, it's true. They have some really talented players yeah. on their team too. So this region is very competitive, and it's very entertaining to watch the girls' games. Sometimes I'm even more in- entertained by the girls' games than in the guys' games. Yeah, I think. Of the- I think the only team I left out was Riverdale, and I just we haven't played them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what their record is. I can look at it right now, but um, they're three and eight. They're zero and three in the region. So I mean, I mean, it might just be our region's really good, and then the mm-hmm. teams they've played, you know, 
can't really blame them. I'm trying to go see who they've played in the region. Yeah, they lost to Jonesboro, Fayette County, and Griffin. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, ooh, <laughs> they weren't very close. <laughs> 51-22 to Jonesboro, 62-28 uh, to Fayette County, yeah. 62-23 to Griffin. So Riverdale's rebuilding right now. Yeah, that's, 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 okay. that's a nice way to put it. Um, but, yeah, still, I mean, it's 17 region, 17 region, I believe. Mm-hmm. Six really, I mean, six playoff caliber teams. So it'll be down to the wire all year. And that's why it's crucial that we start yes. at 3-0. Because when you mm-hmm. have that many good teams and only four make the playoffs, you cannot afford to drop very region games. And it is – and um, there's going to be, a, like – I say, is it two teams from the region that only made the uh, state playoffs? Is, is it only is, two in basketball or is it four? Um, for state? I think it's four. Or, well, yeah. Like, the, if, if it is four, those four teams, they could all they all have the chance to go for a deep run into the oh, state yeah. playoffs, yeah, no matter we, who those teams are. Definitely have a very good region. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, the girls, they're hot right now. I'm trying to see when is next game Holy Innocence oh. on December fifteenth. So yeah, that's, that's their next game mm-hmm. at six p.m. Um, oh, it's at the Lake Point Invitational. Um, at Lake Point. Yes, I and think so. that starts their kind of, and then yeah, they have the War Eagle Classic over the break. That, yeah, they have the, and it looks like another tournament. So they have they have a lot of games going on the break. But what I'm excited for is when they get back, um, and we'll talk about this with boys too. Mm-hmm. January 8th at Fayette County, boys and girls, those are going to be some good basketball games. Um, but, yeah, we can um, hop on over to the boys now. <laughs> we praise how well <laughs> the, the girls have been playing. The boys, um, um, they took a hit. After oh, starting. I was looking at the boys' schedule. The girls' next yeah, game yeah. is Griffin. That was my bad. Okay, I was looking at um, – yeah, I'm on Riverdale's game. schedule. I am all messed up right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens here on the Prowler. I, I don't. I forgot I was looking at Riverdale's. I got so confused. All it says is Starsville basketball. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. The girls' next game is Love It. Okay, Love it. that's what I thought. Okay. Love It on December twenty first. Ignore all the past things I've said. <laughs> they were incorrect. Girls, December twenty first, War Eagle Classic, four p.m. Love It at Woodward Academy. Yes, there you go. And so, now <sighs> to the guys. The, yeah, now we go over to the boys. They took a hit on Tuesday. Um. Yeah, despite so play, like they played well for the first twenty four minutes of ga- of the game, from what I've heard, but the um, fourth quarter is where they kind of all fell apart, and that's. Yeah. Um, I, I thought you know, there were so many times where we should have pulled away, and instead we kind of had some bad series of events mm-hmm. and just let them back into the game. It, uh, I mean, it was a good game. I just don't like how it ended. Bad shot selection. <laughs> And, I mean, honestly, we didn't play that bad. It was just one of those games where we weren't making our shots. I yeah, mean, like, those games happen. You get your open shots, just not being able to finish. <laughs> that was something I forgot to mention on the girls. I think, um, according to my stats, they shot like two of 17 from three mm-hmm. and still won. <laughs> hey. The boys, they weren't making their shots. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we lost Brandon Allison. Um, For the rest a of sophomore. the season. Yeah, for nine <laughs> months. He tore his ACL against Whitewater. I saw him. Yeah, he was like on the um, he was right there behind the bench with me when I was seeking the coverage of that game. It was, I at first I thought it wasn't as bad because he was able to walk off. Yeah, he got up own. and walked off, so I didn't think it was bad. But uh. his knee started turning red, like it was like pink. By the time it was time to go, time to go back into the locker rooms, so it it got. It's just it's always just hard to um hear. Especially um, if it's such a major injury to someone like that, 
to someone like Brandon, who is definitely a valuable asset to the team, especially being so young. Especially mm-hmm. in what game? Was it the Macintosh game where he came in and scored seven, mm-hmm. like, huge points off of the bench? Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a good shooter, which it might have helped to have against um, Jonesboro because, gosh, we, I mean, we couldn't hit our shots. Mm-hmm. We Remember, we were down by three late in the game when we dribbled a play for Nick Weist, and we got the look we wanted. He just didn't make it. You know. Nick's been – he's got off to a rocky start. He's, yeah, this, I this, mean, this every game I've taken stats, I've seen him shooting uh-huh. one of four, one of five. It's – he's definitely a great shooter. I think it's just only – He's a great right. player. What I mm-hmm. – right now, the good thing is that his shot's not falling, and that is a big part of his game. Mm-hmm. But what I love is how he can still affect the game without his shot. I mean, there was a play in the Jonesboro game where I think he threw a bad pass and got it turned over, and everyone mm-hmm. thought Jonesboro had an easy layup, and he chased the guy down and blocked the shot. And like, or poked it out of bounds. And also, and I mean, just the energy that he's bringing mm-hmm. without shot making is yeah. huge. And also, I kind of want to go back to um, Nick, uh, Nick, who has torn his ACL too. Mm-hmm. So he just kind of shows how he looks how like he has the a cyborg leg. Yes. <laughs> he has a huge brace. Yeah, how um, how uh, how coming back, how coming back from that injury, and he's still playing well, uh, especially mm-hmm. on the defensive end. So there's like, I mean, there's always hope even after a ma- major injury. So Brandon may just come back and just be a new, be the next cyborg before us. Yeah, and I don't, I don't want to blame the Jonesboro games on the refs, but I don't think they were officiated well. I don't think Jermaine um, should have fouled out. No, I. That was the second game you fouled out. Yeah, I think they, it was East Coweta the other one. Yeah, it, yeah, East Coweta. So this, I mean, the refs definitely aren't letting us play this year. Which, I mean, there's just some, there's been fouls, I and mean, it's always on Jermaine. It's because he's bigger. Than yeah, I mean, there was one where he just embodied someone in the post. I mean, he was just stronger, mm-hmm. and he oh, gets oh. fouled. He gets like fouls called on him for it, and I just, I mean, you're restricting his ability to play the game the way he plays it, and mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah, he but, pl- he's big and he plays physical. Uh-huh. That's. There was just some call. I remember, like, Reese was – they were on a fast break, and Reese just stood his ground and went straight up, and the kid ran into him, and they called blocking, and it's just – I don't know. I mean, honestly, where we were at the end of the game, when there's, like, two minutes left and it's a tie game and we don't pull it out, then that's on us. But just all throughout the game, it was just Mm -hmm. in free throw shooting on both sides. I mean, the girls could have won by double digits if they made their free throws. Mm -hmm. Because they had a double-digit lead, I believe, at one point, the girls did, because they were making all of their free throws – and they started missing their free throws, and that's when we got yes. behind. I mean, free throws are so huge. Mm-hmm. You got to get the free ones. Yeah, you got to make those. And so, like, even like during like like a strategy that a lot of coaches have been using this year, especially, is taking a timeout in between the free throws to ice the shooter. Mm-hmm. So, yes. and it and it's been working a lot. So, yeah, and just gotta work following on. the Jonesboro game. Um, I talked to Coach Gibbons, and he said something in the interview that I want to talk about. So I'm going to plug the interview real quick, and then we can talk about it. We, we didn't come out with enough enough fire in the first quarter. Even though we were up in the game, we didn't come out like a team that wanted to be 3 0 in the region. We came out like a team that was a little bit unsure, and unsure teams give up leads late in the game on plays that shouldn't happen on. So that's kind of what you saw tonight. Um, it's, it's a work in progress, and as, as you take three steps forward, then you take one step back. The one step we took back tonight was we, we didn't finish the game. So we, uh, we just got to get back and keep working. I mean, it ain't the end of the world. We just got to keep working. Um, with the end of the game, can you talk to me about, you know, kind of how Daryl played and some decisions he made? 
he's just a young, he's just a young player. I mean, he, he made the decision that he thought was on the floor. We just got to keep working, get in the film room. Uh, listen, at the end of the game, those are tough situations. Uh, all of us will make mistakes in pressure situations, so I don't, I don't look at that. That's not, that's not the end of the game. The, the, the game is the offensive rebounds we gave up and uh, the failed defensive assignments that we had. Those plays at the end of the game, the last 10 seconds, that's not what the game came down to. Uh, it more came down to the mistakes we made throughout the course of the game. Um, Jermaine fouled out, and I was here for both games, and the refs were driving me crazy, and that results in Jermaine fouling out. Can you just talk to me about that? Well, it's, it's, it, it's a high-level player. Sometimes we're not getting high-level officiating. That's, that's the reality of it. Um, we got to make the adjustments as players, as coaches. We have to make the adjustment to whatever the officials calling. At the end of the day, that whistle is the loss, like a speeding ticket. Maybe I was speeding, maybe I wasn't speeding. They say I was speeding, I got a speeding ticket. That's how it goes. Mm -hmm. So we just have to work through it. Can you talk to me about, you know, moving on from this game and going forward in the region? Well, we, you know, we start off 2-1. and one. I'd, I'd love to be 3-0. and oh. Our goal is to be 3-0 and oh coming out. We're 2-1 and one right now. Uh, we got a month uh, before we play again on the 8th. And so we're just coming in and we just got to grind and get ourselves better. We actually got some time now that we played a little bit to be able to come in and really get some work in the next month. So by the time we get to January, as I thought, uh, we're going to be a pretty good basketball team. Now we got some things to work on. We got a base. We didn't have any games in the summer. We didn't have any fall league games or anything like that. So uh, this is our first opportunity at really seeing what, what we got. And so we, we got a pretty good mix. We just got to keep working with it. And uh, this time, the practice, I mean, this will be the first time we've been able to string together four or five, six practices in a row uh, without games and stuff like that. So I'm excited about it. I'm still excited about this basketball team. Tonight was a tough game. It happens. Uh, but I'm still very excited about what these guys can do. And when you guys come back in January, you'll be playing a very good Fayette County team that's ranked high in the state. Do you think that after tonight, they'll kind of come into that game with a chip on their shoulder? Uh, I expect us to have a chip on our shoulder every time we, we walk out. Uh, I, I told guys in the locker room at halftime, I said, we have a the slogan, make them believe. We didn't just make that up off the top of our head. We have to come out with the attitude to make people believe that we are the kind of team that, that uh, we think we are, uh, and our fan base thinks we are, and so that's more of our locker room thing of getting everybody in there and having themselves ready to play, whether it's any team in the region or any team in a non-region schedule. Uh, we got to come out with attitude at home or on the road and ready to play. Okay, so what Coach Gibbons said I want to talk about is I believe he mentioned that, you know, this is still a team that's learning how to play together, a lot of new pieces, that and he thinks true. over all these tournaments and everything over the break that they can gel, and then when they come back, they'll be the team he expects them to be. I feel like that's going to be a good Yeah, and so hopefully this break is really good for the team because when we come back, like I mentioned, this is what I wanted to talk about, they got Fayette County. That, yeah, that's 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 definitely like a tough start to the region, depending, to, the, to the game. Depending on where you look, yeah. that's a top five team in the state. Um, definitely within our um, our uh, division. Our they might be level. the favorite in the region so far in based 5A, on how everyone has played. Definitely one of the best teams in 5A. Yeah, one of the best teams in 5A. Um so that's, I mean, just we got to go to Fayette County. You got to win that. I mean, yes, it playing may be a one tough of the game, best but teams you got to win that game if you want to get teams with one of the best coaches in the. Yeah, I mean, just that. State. That's a big win just to get that. Prove it. Mm -hmm. Like you know, you just got to prove yourselves in that. But um, then yeah, so, at Griffin, who is another team that some years has been good, some years. Is, oh, we come back and play four straight road games. We do at Fayette County, at Riverdale, at Griffin, at McIntosh. And then home against Whitewater at Jonesboro. Jonesboro. Then fake. Then we have a, a home stretch. To yeah, end three home season. games to end the season. Do we know where the region tournament is this year? Um, no. Is it rotates? Last year it was Riverdale. Last yeah, year, the year two years was, ago it was Stars Mill. So I don't know where it is, but um, um yeah. I don't know. Hopefully it isn't somewhere far. So 
Hopefully it's not Macintosh. I don't want them to have home court oh, advantage. Oh, no. Macintosh is um, home court. Hopefully it's yeah. Whitewater. Or so Fayette. boys will be playing over the break. Come back January 8th against Fayette County at Fayette County. Make sure you go to those games for boys and girls. Those will be fun. Um, I'm going to move over into Director's Cup as we wrap up the episode real quick. Boys are first overall. Behind them is McIntosh, Loganville, Buford, Carrollton. That's the top five. Uh-huh. Um, but we have, I mean, we're at 438 overall. McIntosh is second with 380 as far as the points go. So we got a decent lead. Rome is first in boys, then Buford, then us. Um, they've got a 21-point lead on us. And then girls have a 23-point lead, and they're in first. Um, the closest to them, like I said, 23 away is McIntosh. But um, overall for Director's Cup, we've got it right now. Um, and then the last thing is wrestling. And I believe on the last episode we said we'd have more of an update this week. Um, we still don't have a lot of information, but second semester we'll have a lot more mm-hmm. wrestling. We'll be able to talk about it more. Um, our sports editor, Jenna Sanders, she already has um, an interview or a coach's corner scheduled with the wrestling coach that you guys can see next semester. And then we will be covering the area duel at Stars Mill on January 12th of next year. So I'm sorry if there's any wrestling fans. We haven't had a lot of information, but next semester um, we will definitely have a lot more wrestling come out. We'll be covering it more. We have Coach's Corner, so just um, be waiting for that. But um, other than that, I think we've covered everything as far as far fall sports. Um, just got to get through exams. <laughs> it's exam time. Yay. Everybody, <laughs> if – Go on and support your uh, Stars and the teams too, but really study for your exams. Yeah. yeah. Um, everybody, I hope you enjoy your break. And um, if you don't have anything else to add, then we can conclude it. All right, right guys. See you next semester. Thank you for listening.